Shi. And I am Renee. And we're so glad that you tuned in once again yes. to the 40 Spot Podcast. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. This is the 40 Spot Podcast, as Renee said. This is uh, where we discuss the highs and lows of being 40 and everything in between. Absolutely. And we would just like you to go like, subscribe, follow, share, um, text your friends, text your family members, text everybody, your coworkers, let them know that we are live, they can follow us um, on all social media platforms at the40spot.com. And right now, if they want to see us live, they can tune in to Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, all of those. And we are streaming right now. And so as we give everybody a little bit more time to come into the chat, please let us know where you're um, um, watching from or listening from. I do have some of my family members that's on my personal page that live that have tuned in. So they're coming in from South Carolina and Virginia and Florida and the DMV area. So we are very, very happy to see them. Thank you. And I have a few people on my my personal live as well. All right. Give them a shout out, girl. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, like you said, let people know that we are here. We are ready to go, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we are, um, like we last two weeks ago when we got started, uh, we talked about uh, where we were from, why we came into this to this platform. We also discussed three top the the three top reasons and benefits right. of being forty. So you get a chance, you go check that out. Um, but said all that to say, we are. I am coming from Decatur, Georgia, and I'm coming from Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, and we are so happy that you are here. Like we said, please just go check out our last podcast. Um, well, YouTube and Facebook. We yes. have able to post our last podcast on any audio because we had a little issue that we realized that we just yeah. money child. We had licensed music on yes. our video, and that costs money. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> you know it's We've already posted to our live pages, so we're going to keep those up. But we are getting our uh, our audio edited, so that way we can put everything up on uh, all podcasts. So you can have us in the replay, listen to us audio on your way to work, if you're just chilling. So we will definitely let you know where you can find us once we go live on all of the podcast platforms. Absolutely. Today, we're going to be discussing New Year's resolutions. Yes. Hello. And I thought it was change ain't change till you change. That is so true. (laughs) And change definitely starts here in your mind. So we're going to just talk about a little, go dive deep into that and how to be successful um, with, with your New Year's resolutions and Hopefully, you know, we at the 40 spot, we can try to help you stay successful as you help us stay successful with ours. Because we need, you know, we said before, we're trying to create a community and we need the tips and tricks as well. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have a little new segment. It's called While We Were Out because there's been two weeks since we've been gone a lot have happened in our lives personally and definitely in the nation and in the world so we just want to kind of 
do a little update with that. And since we're from the South, we want to give a big shout out to all of the students, alumni, and fans of the University of Georgia. Yes. Go dogs. Go they won, <laughs> they won a huge, huge game against the University of Alabama. Roll Tide um, for them to be the CFP championships. The score yes. was Georgia 33 and Alabama 18. And y'all know it was a shake up because Alabama usually get this title. Yes, they they definitely always have a good, solid team. And this was the first time in 40 years that Georgia has won a championship. So it is definitely something monumental. I definitely kind of know how that feels. I was living in Chicago when the Chicago Cubs won the World Series. And oh my God, it was just a, a it's like a, a weight that was lifted. It is just kind of like, hey, I can do this. Want to give a shout out to the MVP, Stinson Bennett, um, for yeah. his his contribution to winning and just being an excellent athlete. And I also want to give a shout out to the coach, Coach Kirby Samar. He has been a part of the team for six years and to be able to take the team to a national championship, my understanding is, because I'm really not a sports person, but my understanding is that is an amazing feat. So we are just happy and so proud. I definitely am now being in Georgia of the team and all the work that they put in. Um, and that's everybody, the coach, the MVP, the players, everybody in the background who does, you know, all the stuff they do that I don't know what they yes. do, the strategies that their hard work has paid off. Like Renee said, it's been 41 years since they've had a national championship so that is amazing we are proud of y'all keep it up exactly and then um the national case that has really is became international um Ahmad Aubrey his um killers was definitely convicted which was somewhat of justice for the for the family um Travis McMichael who was the actual trigger man. He got life without parole plus 20 years. His father, Gregory McMichael, was sentenced to the same thing. And William Bryant also, they call him Roddy, who was actually the videotaper of this incident. He ended up getting life with parole, with a possibility of parole. So he will be eligible for parole in 30 years. So we were definitely happy to see see that because yes. it it definitely showed a shifting and changing and um because there's so many cases um throughout history Listen. that has had this and think about the ones that are not caught on camera because the reality is even with this particular case if they didn't have the audacity to record the situation how would this have turned out? So honestly, there's I'm grateful that they had the audacity right. and could be brought to justice, um, a semblance of justice because he's you know them going to jail doesn't bring him back. So that is not absolutely. Complete. But we are happy about that. Also, Jackie Johnson, the DA, she has been indicted. I hope all the charges are brought against her because how she handled this was absolutely incorrect. Um, and I, I hope she gets some time as well. And everybody else that was involved, everybody. Yes. The lack of the lack of um, action. So what she was charged with was one felony count of violating the oath of public office because she was a district attorney, and one misdemeanor count of obstructing and hindering law enforcement. So what actually happened 
the father, he he had worked with her because he was an ex-cop. And mm-hmm. as she worked her way up, they had worked close. And being from a small town, kind of everybody knew everybody. So there was absolutely true conflict of interest, yeah. which nothing is wrong with it because people, they know people in these arenas. However, when this happened, there is steps that you're supposed to do. If you have a conflict of interest, then it's supposed to go to someone else and someone else and someone else. And it did not happen at any level. So we definitely see the power of social media because with his family just was very, very relentless in trying to get justice for their son. Because someone, someone passed, someone died, someone was murdered. So Someone has to take accountability for that. So they definitely went on their social media um, and just everything and people that got the word out and they was able to get the word out, not just to the to the to the appropriate officials, but to the nation and on to the world. Absolutely. So and and we we're grateful for that. And that just shows one of the good sides of social media, good sides of social media. Absolutely. And another thing that happened in the last two weeks, we lost some legends. Oh, um, yes. First one, we lost I, since, I think it was the next day, Sydney, Sydney Portier. And we know that, you know, he was a philanthropist. He was a humanitarian. He was the first black man film slapping a white man on camera. He like, I was still you know, slap me? I'm slapping him. <laughs> <laughs> that's monumental. <laughs> he lived a long life. He was 96. So, you know, we can't really say gone too soon, but it still was a loss. He was a legend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, then we also have um, Mr. Andre Talley. And some people may not know who he is, but he was the editor in chief for Vogue for decades. And People who know Vogue Max magazine, they really set the standard as far as what's fashion, what's in, what's hot, new coming trends, and everything had to go through him. So he was not just a fashion icon. He was fashion. It's like, hey, y'all want this to be on and popping? It has to go through me. And a little the fact that I did not know, and once I thought about it, given his age, he graduated from HBCU, yes. North Carolina Central University, which is absolutely amazing. So I know that the students, alumni, and staff there, they probably already um, commemorate him, commemorate him as being, you know, a a icon, iconic or one of the more famous alumni from there. But I'm pretty sure that now in the part of the history of that, of that that school that university his name will forever live on with that and also just give like look hbcus is where it's at come join you know go to an hbcu because you know you can be the the trendsetter of whatever it is so and then we have mr bob saget yes one of america's dads Uh, he was a pretty young man he was 63 right um, yeah, I believe so. Yes, he was still very young. Very young. Very young. I think it was a shock to the comedy, the community, the comedian circle. You know, and it was amazing to honestly to hear so many people talk about um, him in such a good way. 
Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we watch television and we get these feelings of these people. We don't really know. They're actually they're playing characters. So we can only go by those things. But to hear that, you know, his TV screen character and his real character match, that's a beautiful thing. Um, and I think he will be truly missed, you know, for all those 40-year-olds and above, and maybe some 30-year-olds. I know y'all remember Bob Saget from um, America's Funniest Home Videos. Now, apparently, somebody else took over after him. I have not. I don't even know who did that. However, uh, we remember from that, as we said before, that was the first viral video. We yes. Flipping and doing all the crazy stuff that we That's when we learned, hey, um... <laughs> Animals have feelings and they funny personalities. Yes. So he, he, you know what I'm saying? He was the first viral video. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, and he he still was definitely he was working, he was down there um actually um doing comedy down there. So his vacationing was still, you know, they're always working and you know, it was nice to see a lot of relevant people that's now on a comedy circuit and everything, things that he had mentored them and not calling him a mentor, but it's just like, Hey, I'm trying to help you just get to where you at because he was definitely, definitely, um, you know, instrumental for a lot of people just pushing the needle forward and just always this good, clean all around person. Yeah. And then we have, she said in the comments say, and then there was world star. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. But it set the stage. It set the stage. That was the stage. America's on videos and world star. And now we have them all on Instagram. (laughs) And then we have, unfortunately, Mr. Louis Anderson. A lot of people know him from his comedy and stuff. And most recently, he was um, working as a character on Baskets, which is a hilarious kind of comedy and everything. Everybody just kind of knew he was kind of chubby man with the gap suit and, you know, blonde hair, just kind of all over the place. But people had definitely beautiful nice things to say about him he unfortunately passed away he was relatively young too yeah. in his 60s and a lot of people this next person his name is a sage name is meatloaf and a lot of people are like wait a minute what is that but people they know his song so yeah. we're gonna let you sing it. <laughs> He's a little bit. Cause I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> I ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. So, that is a it's like if you've never even heard the full song, you've heard that snippet and you yes. know the song. And to be honest, I wasn't sure who Meatloaf was when he first passed. And it was like that's so I said, Oh, okay. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think definitely as we go into February, um, the month of love, that song is definitely gonna be in heavy rotation, which is always is. It's been definitely um sampled. I've seen it and heard it plenty of times in um commercials, so definitely you'll see and hear more of that. And then we get to um, Max Julian. Yes. So some people may not know him, but since we in the 40s, we are part of that culture. He was the main character in The Mac. Mm -hmm. 1973, those is when the Black Exploitation Films was at its highest. Yes. So he was a part of that. Um, Cleopatra Jones, which Mm -hmm. is an awesome movie. If you have not seen it, go back and 
you need to see that. I mean, we've been awesome, but it definitely is highlighted. And also, Def Jam's How to Be a Player for all the young people. Well, they look, like, like, like we were alive when that came out. The other one, absolutely, absolutely. We so. started in the 70s. Now, we definitely watched them when our parents watched them. They came on television, but. How to be a player that was also a nice little ratchet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was a good movie. So he played in that as well. Absolutely. So now we're going to talk about the two Ks. Kanye and Kim Kardashian. Jesus. Always in the media. The list for today. <laughs> because we were having a discussion. Because he didn't move right next door. And I was like, not he wrong. I'm here for it. I'm here. And for she said she's here for it. I am not here <laughs> for it. I don't think that is appropriate. I think it's great that he wants to be in his kid's life. But you don't need to be next door, sir. Next door across yeah. a little proximity, but you close. Okay. Yeah. A couple blocks down, another street over. Mm, I just yeah. I think that's too much. I just think that's way too much. Yeah. It's really, it's Kanye, it's kind of what did you really expect from him? Like, to me, it is typical Kanye behavior. And he want to be close to his folks. Like, y'all coming across, like, I'm standing outside while you walk across the street. But the bigger thing is the people who probably used to live in the house didn't want to live next to them because it was always something going on. Like, I'm moving. So the house was available. Listen, Kanye, even though the house wasn't available, kind of perfect. Yes, uh, I would like to purchase this house. They would not be like, no, sir, we're not moving. I'll pay double. And then they hightailed it out there. I just, I just, I realized they're living in much larger house than, you know, I mean, bigger than the house I live in. However, <laughs> however, next door is still next door. I, Nora, come mm. open your open the door. It's your daddy. <laughs> Kim, now who is that? It's daddy. Yeah, now you for real crying. Like he, oh my he God, got I on can't. that video and was like, they not let me and they don't let me know where this baby party is and what happened. It changed. So you probably right. He probably like, excuse me, and you know Nora phone because she is queen of TikTok right now. Come open the door, and she seemed like she opened the door. She be like, "Don't worry about yeah, it." Yeah, she go open the door for their daddy because they, he already had that conversation. Look, when your daddy called, if you can't do it, since Saint Chicago, somebody come down here and open that door. Just build a corridor between the two back doors, so you just leave them unlocked. They can just go in between, in between, and everything. But you gonna know where he peeping out and looking at him. That window that got that raggedy. Um, blind. That's the one that he stay in. I'm looking. Like, guess what? And when you look at me, hands on his hips, looking like <laughs> right. And it's just uh, like person. when you when, when you have company, that's when a phone calls go start. Like, no, classic. and classic. Not next door. Again, I'm all for being a part of your children' life, picking them up for school. Because that's what he say he does. I think that's a wonderful thing, but. Not next door. Now, just this queen in the comments said, if I was Kim, I would move. And she probably will. And guess what? So he can move right next door. <laughs> he will be like, you're going to have to do know. like he did. Buy 500 acres. Put your, like, put your house smack dab in the middle so then he can buy the next 500 acres on the next way. So guess what? We ain't sitting on these kids. I can't even see you. We and miles it's, apart. It's probably because she knows he's going to move next door so whatever 
But our very last topic of wild <laughs> somebody had COVID. Oh, Jesus. Somebody. I mean, I wonder who it was. It's a whole lot of people according to the news of somebody millions of people. <laughs> it was me. I I ended up getting COVID. I I had no idea. And Saturday, um, two weeks ago, Saturday, when I woke up, I felt horrible. Yes, Chisa, it was me. It was Renee. Like I just knew I was not. <laughs> Not that I just knew I was not going to get COVID. I was definitely not above that because I work with COVID every day. So it's like I'm constantly exposed just due to workplace, you know, environment. But I woke up that Saturday morning. I had a little scratch in my throat. I'm thinking, well, maybe I slept with my mouth open or something. And my throat was dry. Mm-mm. So I drank something that felt better. And about two, three hours later, it was just a decline. I was like, I ain't feeling all that great. And I just kept feeling progressively worse and worse. And we was practicing and getting everything ready for the first episode. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, if Miyoshi say we should push it back, I'm going to say, okay. And I'm going to close this laptop and I'm getting in the bed under the covers and just try to ride this thing out. So she didn't say that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I said something very different. That now, I mean, I don't necessarily regret it, but I was like, ooh. I was like, girl, you have to get it together. You better get some, some tea, get you some rest. You got to press through this thing. You know, the show must go on. Yeah, she's a very hard taskmaster. <laughs> and, you know, and I did as instructed. Put it together, get it together. But when I say I was feeling so crappy and I was coughing, so everybody seen I had my tea and everything. And it was so that, you know, nobody was just like, have you been checked? Because you definitely... That sound like might be that COVID cough. Like nobody knows. Like we don't see you doing anything else. Yeah, so yeah, well, because Chisa said I knew that cough from miles away. Had <laughs> 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 once, like, but she was not coughing, and it's like yeah that's like together to the end honey yes but once it was over it was like what you going to do i'm going to get in the bed mm -hmm. and once that monday when i woke up i felt better i wasn't 100 i was probably about 80 85 but i was still good so i was up doing my stuff around the house getting prepared to go to work that night and my son gave me a call to me he was like mama i gotta tell you something i was like what and he says his best friend tested positive for COVID. I was like, quit lying. He was like, no, I'm telling the truth. And so when you have teenagers, you know, it's categories to their lives, right? <laughs> so you got those categories. I'm just going to tell this lie just to see what you're going to do and how you're going to react because they think it's funny. And he's always trying to catch stuff to put on his own social media. And then you have those lies where, hey, I'm trying to save my neck. <laughs> or you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to finesse, I'm trying to finesse my mother or something. And then I was like, I don't believe it because and his best friend called and he told me that he did, and he was like, All right, yes, Mr. Corey, he be telling stories, y'all. He be telling them sometimes he got more whoppers than Burger King, but he would tell him he would try to finesse me, and I have to stay a brisk of everything. Yeah. So his his university, because all of the kids was at home for college. And 
his school had them test a week before they was to go on campus. And then they wanted another test 24 to 48 hours. And so he felt fine. And that was what happened. I got exposed to him because I had them driving around Miss Daisy doing my little extra stuff <laughs> and everything. So I was so happy for him, them to be in the car, just driving. I sat in the back and that's, that's where I do believe that I got the exposure from. But oddly, nobody else in the house got um, COVID, which was great. Um, and I was out. But yesterday, I tested. My antigen test was negative. Yeah. Um, I, I felt fine. And I, I know that there's so many people out there that have survived COVID through, a, through the beginning of this pandemic. But they had a very, very hard time getting over it and they have a lot of residual issues and stuff and some people that did not make it so I do not take it lightly at all um the best advice that I can tell anybody wash your hands when soap and water is available use hand sanitizer lifestyle disinfect things that you touch in your home um and keep that social distance be mindful of how many people you're around and everything, just sometimes that physical barrier, that environmental barrier to keep you from actually coming in contact. That is the best thing because the virus does not move. People move, they have the virus to take it from this place, that's place, that place. That's the best advice that I can, I can give you as well as if you have a little scared, scratchy throat, do not attribute it to, sinuses or something like that it could be covid we're still in a um um uh a pandemic it's still in a panini honey yes some people said pandemic whatever it is whether it was planned or it was just it just happened you know however you feel about it whatever the origins that you feel it is here and so you just have to take care of that. And I say like this, COVID is just like sperm. All it takes is one. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one person. So yeah, they talk about, hey, make sure that you're in smaller groups. You know, that give us some comfort. And that, you know, it decreases the exposure because it's less people. However, all it takes is one. So yeah. if it's a group of 10 and one person have COVID and they don't know, it can easily go on to someone else. Yes. Wear your mask. Wear mm-hmm. wear your mask. Don't be afraid to wear it. You know, I went to a concert, honey. There was so many people at this concert did not have on a mask. And I'm so <laughs> happy I had on my K9 for it. What is it? 4945. Thank you. I had it in 959. I'm like, all right. But I'm happy I had it on. I didn't care. I probably looked weird to all those people, but I was like, mm, 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 mm. and yes, everybody had to come in there uh, with either your vaccination card or something that says that you were negative. But that doesn't matter. You can be vaccinated and get it. That doesn't stop you from getting it. That just decreases any symptoms. So wear your mask. Also, one thing I want to add about it is if you are not feeling well, anything, like Renee was saying, don't go places. I yes. know we're all trying to get outside because we've been on lockdown. But if you don't feel well, stay home. Nobody will be offended. And if they are, oh, well, honestly, that, those are not your people. If you say, hey, I got a scratchy throat, I'm going to stay home. I would appreciate that. Because yeah. you don't know. It shows up. Somebody has the lightest symptom actually turn out to be, you know, positive. Or you have no symptoms. No symptoms, you can't do nothing about that. But if you right. have something, stay home. 
to stay at the house. Yes. And so we also wanted Renee to share this concoction, child. Yes. So this has been going around on social media. It's been termed the medicine ball. People have been um, making their own renditions or they can go to um, Starbucks and order it. But it was so great. It was Tivana's Peach Tranquility Tea, Honey, doesn't matter what type of honey it is. Um, probably organic honey is probably better. Um, a peppermint tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can use lemonade. If you do not have a lemonade, then you can use like freshly squeezed lemon or lemon concentrate. And you put that together um, and we have the recipe in which we use and we'll put it in the description um, and on our pages and stuff. It was so nice. It really just helped soothe, kept everything open. And because there's no caffeine, it didn't have me, you know, kind of jacked up, you know, all hyped up or anything like that. It was just, hey, I need this to help kind of soothe my upper respiratory tract. And it really, it really, really helped. And it was something that I will be using and drinking despite <laughs> whether I feel bad or not. But um, when I look back at the videos, I'm like, I felt like trash, but I really, really pushed through. Nobody would have known. No. And I was just like, oh my goodness, this thing, it seemed like we was on there for days. Days. Dang. Yes, but I pushed through. I'm glad that I'm feeling better. Um Thank you all. Nicole said, yes, Medicine Ball. Love it. She had something on Friday. (laughs) Nicole, before you tried the Medicine Ball, did you know that it wasn't a ball? Because she keeps telling me about what she's drinking. And so she's like, I had this Medicine Ball. And she's telling me what's in it. And I'm like, well, what else? And she was like, that's it. And I'm like, well, where's the ball? (laughs) I needed that last. I'm still confused because I feel like if you call something a ball, there should be something <laughs> circular being used. Yet there is nothing. No, you can't say that because we've been out like, oh, last night we had a ball. We didn't have nothing circular. Listen, exercise ball you sit on. It could be something else, but it's an actual ball. I <laughs> I thought it was like this little. Um, if you have loose tea, there's like a little thing in it's in a circle. So I thought that was important. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, loose tea. She's like, no, it's bags. And I'm like, confused. Still confused. Oh and my goodness. Oh I don't know why they call it a medicine ball. I needed okay. to laugh then and now. <laughs> and this is why English is such a hard language. No <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It has too many innuendos. Um this means it's something always and, live geographic. Uh, oh my god, the slang, things. slang, and all those little catchphrases is what yeah, my friend Lydia said. Oh, you from soccer now? Y'all had them catchphrases, exactly. But uh, obviously, medicine ball has crossed a uh, line. <laughs> I just don't know about it. You know, and here's the thing: I don't have to know everything. I don't always know everything, but. You know, it still doesn't really make sense to me, but I'm going to try because you talked about how tasty it was. I'm like, you know what? I might need that for something soothing. So yes. I'm going to try that out. Yes. Yeah. I so try it out. Let us know um, later in the comments. Email us at the gmail.com at the 40 smile, <laughs> the 40 smile at gmail.com. Um, 
you know, just how, how did it go? Tell us in the comments, DM us, whatever. Like, have you already tried it? Do you want to try it? Tell me how you think about it. And like she said, we will put the ingredients uh, and the directions in the comments if you didn't catch it while it was on screen. Yeah. So now we are going to move to our topic for tonight. Resolutions. Change and change until you change. I mean, we didn't come up with that topic. Heard that a pastor say that. <laughs> and like a little dollar. And that has stuck with me because at the end of the day, honey, you could talk all day. But ain't nothing happening. It is just talk and wasted air if you have not done anything about it. So, you know, we didn't come up with these things on our own. We did a little research. Um, and what are the, what we did find out about uh, New Year's resolutions is that 80% fall off here in the U.S. Can't speak for other yes. countries, but here in the U.S., 80% of people fall off their resolutions by February. So people got seven days left and they out a majority oh, of you. Nice. Out. Okay. 8% of Americans keep their resolution. That is such a small um, percentage. That is such a small percentage, but that's what it is. That is where we are. So since we knowing that information, we're like, okay, what can we do? to make this better, to kind of set ourselves up for success. But first, Renee is going to share like the first, the, the top 10 resolutions. These are the most common New Year's resolutions. One, exercise more, which, of course, because survey research shows that most gym memberships is purchased in January, because with that in mind, which goes into number two, weight loss. So those things go in hand in hand, but people can exercise just to kind of tone up want to be more healthier, but most commonly exercise people, they want to lose weight. So in seven days, the gyms will just be getting money. And yes, I'm guilty. Yeah. I just be chopping money at the gym. But, you know, me too. Me and too. I and, I, and I plan on doing better. I plan on doing better this year. And three, get organized. So this could be get organized in your house, your house. Your desk at work, it could just be organization of things in your life, your mind. Just get organized so then you have just more clarity. For learn a new skill or hobby, which is great. So that could just be for your own personal. It could be for career or just anything. It may be something that you want to learn so that you can help volunteer or, you know, fulfill some type of goal. But you need to learn something in that. Number five, which I love, I and I don't know if these things are in any type of particular order, but live life to the fullest. I think that is so great. And I think some people may look at, oh my God, I need to live to, I'm in my 90s or 100 to accomplish everything. And it's really not about that. It's about how much life are you putting into the years that is given to you? Are you, are you living life or are you going to work on church? Yes. And Nicole was like, you got to make affirmations and write them down. You got to put stuff yes. in the action. Yes. So she definitely, she she's on it. She's on They They are on it in the comment section. They know exactly what, what they need to do. And six, save money slash spend less money. So those things, it could be something that you want. If not, just saving money just for a rainy day. Or, you know, I'm about to quit this job without another job. So I'm going to just get this money up 
Then I'm going to stop spending. So I don't know how long it's going to take for me to get another job. But those things. Number seven, quit smoking. Now, it was surprising that quit drinking went on there. Now, drinking has its own problems and issues. But if you do smoke, you should stop. Because what a lot of people, they always think of smoking in terms of lung cancer. However, what people really do not know, smoking increases your chances of all types of cancer, 50%. So if it's brain cancer, it's melanoma, any type of cancer that you can get in your body, smoking increases the chances of getting that by 50%. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people they just don't know, but that is that is something. So I'll go back to what you just said. So this poll, this was this is like the top ten resolution. So it's funny that you actually said that. I didn't even think about that. That is, that no one made a resolution. I guess they didn't make. Maybe they didn't, wasn't high enough. It's the top ten. That's interesting. People say I'm keeping my liquor. <laughs> like, guess what? We because I I need that little shot or whatever. Like, look. So that means happy hour ain't going nowhere. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) So number eight was spend more time with family and friends, Mm -hmm. which I definitely think is probably one of, you know, being in this pandemic, especially after 2020, I think more people probably definitely is incorporating that because when people had to really learn their, their family members and the people who they lived in the house with, because sometimes you just so on the go and you only have just a little bit of time for this and a little bit of time for that or whatever. So now you definitely want to spend more time with them and you really see what is valued more because yeah. some people haven't had a lot of people to, to pass away and a lot of a loss in their life. Yeah. And then sometimes when you have that option, well, I want to go to Florida. I can go. I don't go. But then when those options are taken away from you, then you realize like, hey, I miss my people. So I definitely think that is a great one. And number nine, travel more, which I think everybody should do. Travel within your own state, travel within your own country. And if you're able to travel abroad, please do that. Because I think some of the most interesting people that I've ever met was people who have traveled. Their stories are so rich and colorful because they talk about the different cultures, the food, just how people may view them being an outsider in some other type of environment. And to really, yeah. I'm so sorry. sorry. I think it really opens your mind when you travel. Yes. You have a different perspective. It's not just you and the circle that you are around. So the more you travel, whether it's international or domestically, because even in the U.S., a lot of people just stay in their little clique. But if you travel and when you travel, don't yes. stay resort, actually travel out into the country, meet the people that live there. Or if you're in the, the States, go in these states, go to the local the local gatherings. There's so many things that you can learn from other people just observing, not even yes. talking, but you got to talk to people. You know, yes, I think that's, that's so important. Yes. And the last one was read more. Yeah. Your brain is a muscle. The way that you exercise it is by reading. It's yeah. not by thinking. Your your brain thinks all of the time. 
whether you're consciously aware of it or not, because that is the epicenter of all bodily functions. But when you read, you really expand. That goes back, like we said, by the smooth brain. (laughs) (laughs) You want a wrinkly gray brain. That means you have learned a lot of things. (laughs) You have made connections. Your brain is working and it's just like, okay. And when you, when you wrinkle something up, actually it increases the surface area. So like if you stretch it out and it's just like, oh my God, this is, this is so true. You have more. You put out a little paper and you put your, your wrinkle it down, you bend it all up. You have room, you have more space for more things. And just like traveling, Reading actually opens up your mind to a whole new thing. You know, yes. all types of books, fiction, yes. nonfiction, self-help, you know, historic books. And I would suggest everybody should read a book that they would normally not read because some people love like, you know, history pieces or the self-helps. Read something that you would normally read. I like that. I like that. So, you know, just as I say, get out of that comfort zone and then you don't never know. You may end up reading something that it's like, you know what? I really do like that this. Could, that is so true. So that's everybody's homework. That's I'm going to say. Read something and it just should be something that's out that you would never ever like think to read. And just read it. See how you like it. We probably be surprised. Yes. What, Renee, what are your New Year's resolutions? So one of the things kind of goes back to um, number eight, spend more time with family and friends. Um, a lot of the people that I know do not live in Nashville. And sometimes I have, haven't have been consistent mm-hmm. as far as keeping in contact. And then when I do talk with the people, it's so much of stuff. Like you got to try to, you know, catch up sometimes uh a year or 18 months or months worth of, um, you know, things. And then you kind of feel bad, like, oh my God, I really haven't talked to them. And then you kind of, to a certain extent, feel I I haven't included them or I'm not included in their life. And um, last year I had loss of some cousins who I was extremely, extremely close with. And um, some of the before they passed, it was it was still within like that two weeks time of them passing. It was like, hey, I need to call and check up on them. And I didn't do it. And now I'm unable to do that. And I want to I want to do different for yeah. the those that are there. And also just be consistent in whatever it is that I'm doing. I don't think I have any problem with motivation. It's just like the motivation has to get Stay staying motivated. Like I'm serious about weight loss, but I have to remain serious consistently right. on it every day. I can't eat good today and then eat bad for the next two, three days. Um I want to do that. That's this week sounds, that sounds pretty accurate for me. <laughs> yes, and Majestic Queen, she says she made a trip to Nashville. She haven't been back since since she moved. And so you kind of miss the cities, people that you left behind. And you you really want to contact with those people, but you move or you just get busy. And it's just like, look, people make time for what they want. So I have to make time for the people that is most important, because one thing is for sure, rich, poor, around the world, whatever. No one at the end of life said, I should have spent more time at the office. No, it's always 
I wish I had spent more time with, with the people who I care and I love. So I definitely want to do that. And now is the time. Change and like, like our topic says, change and change until you change. So that's something you have to change and purpose to change. So Majestic Queen is our Contessa. Oh my God. Contessa, I'm talking about you too. It's like, because sometimes I mean, me or she would feel so bad. This is one of our classmates. And it's just like, oh my God, I haven't talked to her in so long. I know. And then when we do, it's a long conversation, which I always enjoy. But it's like, for what we went through, like we became family. Like, that's our sister was like, why haven't I talked to her? Like, hold me accountable. We got to do better. Hold me accountable, Contesta. My majestic queen, hold me accountable. Like, girl, you said on this, give it back, say, look, start right here at this number. You supposed exactly. to have been talking to me. What, what well, happened? Where them phone calls? Where, where, my, where my text message replies? So I, I apologize to everybody because people, they do text me and I have not texted them back in so much time. But why like, just like, yes. In, in a reasonable amount of time, call them back and, and they don't have to be the initiator. I'm going to initiate it too. Yes. That's good. <laughs> well, I don't really, I wouldn't say I have any New Year's resolutions. I don't have anything like, oh, I have goals, but I have goals that kind of kind of came over from 2020. Um, yes. And then I have some things that are going to happen regardless because I got to put in the work for it. I'll be graduating from um, at, uh, grad school uh, later this year. So it's on my vision board to keep the vision in front of me. I have several things on my vision board. Uh, however, a lot of those things are things that are going to happen, but it takes work to happen. So I want to keep the vision in front of me to make sure I don't mm-hmm. slip up. And then there are certain things that I want to happen, but not necessarily in 2022. So like one, I want to write a book, but I have it on there because it's a vision board. I don't think you have to have a vision board for a year. You create a vision board when you have a vision. Um, and as a things, you know, you, you accomplish them, you scratch them off the vision board. Something I did, two things I did very different this year when I created my vision board. I actually uh, have it on my, as a screensaver on my phone. That was not my own idea. That was somebody I follow on Instagram that suggested doing it. And I was like, oh my God, that is amazing because I, I'm constantly on my phone doing things for school, for work, for my life. You know, you get down to Instagram and TikTok rabbit hole. And when you click off, you see your vision. So it's always in front of me. One thing I did change and I would say, this is what I have for 2022. And I may be doing that moving forward, but I don't know if it's mantras or what, but I have four words that is going to be consistently, ironically, it's going to be consistently the things that I'm going to remind myself. So the four words for me is consistency, Mm-hmm. alignment, luxury, and surrender. So, you know, we all know what consistency is and consistency, honey, you need consistency when you don't have motivation because motivation com- comes and goes, as Renee say, be consistent because if I'm going to be consistent, if I want to reach a goal, that means, guess what? You got to consistently do your homework. You got to consistently reach out to your professors. You got to consistently get on that treadmill. You got to consistently choose things that are better for you to reach that goal. And that goes into alignment. Those are kind of, they're not the same, but they're definitely, um, adjacent to each other thinking about when i'm making decisions day-to-day decisions are doing certain things is this in alignment with what i'm trying to do oh yes so is this an alignment is, are, is what i do right here is this going to help me reach the goals that i mm-hmm. need am i aligned with spirit am, am i is my heart mm-hmm. open 
to receive. So alignment is something I constantly want to make sure that I am aligned. And I truly believe when you are in alignment, when you are spiritually aware, you will walk into certain doors without even. Oh, yes. So yes. I want to be in alignment. I want to be on the correct path. The next one is luxury. You know, tell I, me about that girl. So what we buying? <laughs> A little bit about buying and it's a little bit about a mindset. I mean, so I'm, I'm the kind of girl, I'm going to pay for my nails to get done. I'm going to pay for my hair to get done. You know, I'm not afraid of paying for things like that. And But that's stuff that I've done. I want to take it up a notch. I want to stretch my mind, stretch my, my thought process because I want to I wanna fly first class. You know, so yeah. the thought of I don't need to fly first class because I'm going to get there at the same time every that, that thought is out the window. I have that on my vision board. I want to fly first class. It might not be this year. You will get there first because you're going to be the first off the plane. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm going to extra coin. I'm going to be real mad comfortable. And when I travel to Kenya, I'm going to be laid out like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to fly first class. Luxury in the sense of, and I'm not, disclaimer, I'm not saying spend your bill money. No. Oh, no. Please do not. We are too old. I have an emergency account that you go in there and let me. And it's not even just about spending money. It's about opening your mind. Like, I want I want to luxuriate, honey. I want to luxuriate. So if I get a nice deal on a five-star hotel, I want that stuff to come to me. Come to me. Yes. I'm, open. I'm yes. open to luxury. I'm open to luxuriating. And, it's, yes. and if we're if we're not open to it, a lot of things don't come to us because of our mindset. Oh, I don't need yes. it. No, I need it. I do. Yes. And, you, and I and I'm worthy of it. Worthy. I think that's the that's the key. Worthy. I am worthy. I am deserving of this. Exactly. And sometimes um people in their, their background, the way they was raised up, you you had to be very, very frugal with the money and stuff. So a lot of times you did get that, hey mama, I want this. Or you overheard conversations. I can't do X, Y, and Z because I don't have this money. And right. then you hear that and you're always with that. And that was like yesterday I had went into uh, one of the coach stores was closing. And I was on the phone with my sister. And I was like, I don't know if I really need this. Do I really want to spend it? She was like, girl, go ahead on and spend it. She said, you just said y'all have all this overtime. You finna eat them up with the overtime because they're giving an incentive on it. And then she was like, you deserve it. And it was what? You ain't yes. going to real money? You ain't going to emergency savings? You're not going to None of that. Money? None of that. None of that. And then while we on there, I like, I walk around with the bag. I'm still looking. I'm looking like, let me see what else I might want or whatever. And then my sister was like, hey, if you buy it online, then you spend 10 extra dollars and get, make it $300. Then you too much bang. Go do the site and you get 2% off. And I'm like, you know what? Let me put this bag back because I'm going to order it. And it's gonna come to my house. Like, it's, not about, it's not about how much you're spending. It's yeah. about being open to nice things because you deserve it. Being open to luxurious experiences. Why not you? It's there. Yes. And you as know, um Contessa said, she was like, We have evolved. Yes, we have. We definitely have evolved. Absolutely. So my very last word mantra what i'm leaning into is surrender i you waving away white flag girl you know i'm not giving up on anything well maybe i am so what i'm giving up on i'm not giving up on planning because i am a planner okay what i am giving up on is if my plans don't go the way that i want to getting discombobulated i'm surrendering to the process 
I'm surrendering to the moment. I'm surrendering to what is going on in my life and believing that everything that is meant for me will happen. Everything okay. that I need to go, I will go. Everything I need is there for me. So I am surrendering mm. to that, to that yes. thought, that belief and getting it out of my head and into my heart because oh, I know great. my planning is all about control because if I have these plans and things will go how I want it to go. But what if my plan is not in alignment? Mm. What if that's in my mind? But there's something else that God has for me. That's why this had to be shook, shook up some. You know, yeah. so surrendering to the change. That is a big thing for me. Listen, change ain't change should be changed, baby. So I gotta change that. Because yeah. the reality is planning serves me. It does serve me. But being upset about Plans changing does not serve me. It does not serve me well. The way I react to people, the way I feel, sometimes it is very hard for me to readjust in my body. Like I feel this anxiety all up on the inside of me. It doesn't serve me. So I'm surrendering to the moment. I am surrendering to spirit. I am surrendering to what God has for me and that everything is coming here to serve me. It's running me over. And sometimes those things are going to run me over and it's going to stop the plan that I had. So that's what I'm doing for the new year. Now, I do still have some goals, but these are the things that I'm focusing on so that I can reach those goals. Like I said, those goals came from 2022, some from 2020, some from 2020. Absolutely. <laughs> and the best time to start is today. It doesn't necessarily have to start at the beginning of the week or at the top of the month, top of the year. The best time to start is today. If that means there's 4.35 on a Wednesday afternoon, that's it. You don't have to wait till Monday, y'all. A lot of us like to wait till Monday sometimes. When, Monday in the beginning of month of, of the month. I think throughout the year, more things, excuse me, more things happen on the first Monday of the beginning of the month. All the time. Just, just start. Just start oh. wherever it is. So what we have done, we have compiled five uh, strategic things that we believe that will help all of us to reach our goals, to level up and to continue to grow. The yeah. first thing, and I want to back up to something Renee said, if you don't have anything, it's okay. Yeah. Start focusing on, okay, you know what, what do I need to change in my life? Because maybe you don't feel like, you know, if we're not changing, we're honestly, we're not evolving and it may not be a thing. It may just yeah. be a mindset. So I just want to yes. get out there. Think about that because we want to all evolve and grow. Like we're in our 40s, some people in their 30s. I know we have a couple of viewers that is in their 20s. You want to continue to grow and evolve. Uh, but the first thing that we all must do to reach our goal is what? Be realistic. Yes. Yes. You must. You must. You need to put realistic expectations on real people. You are real. You need to understand. Guess what? The Great Wall of China was not built in one day. A lot of things, however you got to that point, it did not get there overnight. It's not going to go away overnight. Some people, they will have that road of Damascus type of, you yeah. know, it happened in an instance. But guess what? You can't probably two, three percent of holy high rollers. The rest of us, 97 percent, we got to go. We got to go through that process. Absolutely. So you want to be realistic. You know, if you say you want to lose weight, please don't say you want to lose 30 pounds in the first month. Honey, that's hard. Now, you know, if you do a little crack, that probably works. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying that's the only thing I can think of to lose 30 pounds and 
are you are you truly doing starvation where that is not healthy at all so you honey as soon as you eat a cracker exactly this is so true don't do that and the next thing is outline your plan how are you going to get from where you're at to where you want to be not just like oh i'm going to get in a car like no specifically say this is what i want to do an analogy is if you want to be a lawyer people they know you need to go to undergrad you got to study for the LSAT. You got to get into law school. You got to do all that. You got to set for your boards. All these other different type of things. So it's not like, hey, I want to be a lawyer. So I want to go and apply for a job at a law firm. It does not work like that. Okay. And you mad because you didn't get the job. Well, exactly. you didn't outline a plan. First of all, you weren't realistic. And you did not outline a plan. Exactly. One of my things that, you know, this it's probably been since 2020 where I've been feeling that feeling of like, you know what? I really need to stop eating, consuming dairy. I mm-hmm. am lactose intolerant. I do not care. I love ice cream. I love cheese. It's a very complicated relationship. Uh-huh. And so closer to the end of the year, I'm like, you know what? I really need to do it. But <laughs> I said, I'm going to wait to the new year. So that's what I went ahead and did. I waited. But... Now, I, although I waited during that time, I did start thinking of a plan. I started Googling mm. certain things and trying out different things. So there's a certain yogurt. I was like, well, let me try this yogurt, see what it tastes like. So that way, when I'm in it, it's easier because I've kind of already learned some things that I like that is yeah. not dairy. Um, mm. Last week, now this is while I'm actually in it, last week, went to Whole Foods, went, listen, aisle by aisle. How about uh, with my friend? And I'm like, oh, what is this? Oh, I wonder what is this? You know, mental notes, notes in my phone. Like, we can try this. Listen, let me tell you. It was like, hallelujah. When <laughs> I found a heavy whipping cream, non-dairy. Oh, wow. It is a God. I'm going to start back on my keto. I love keto. That's a whole nother conversation. But in February, I will start back on keto. That is my plan. And I did a lot of things with heavy whipping cream, just with different dishes. I'm like, well, what if I want to do some mac and cheese? Not during keto, guys. But what if I want to yes. do some mac and cheese, you know, for a holiday or something like that? What what am I going to do? How, how, what that's going to taste like? I'm so happy. Mm. I found me some heavy whipping cream. I do not know what it tastes like because I would have to go to another store so I can <laughs> make me some cream spinach. So I'll report back to y'all on how yes. it tastes. But those are the things you need to do. You have a plan. Okay, outline it. How are you going to be able to reach those goals? You yes. want to buy a house? Have you reached out to a real estate agent? Have you checked your credit score? Have you saved any money? Have you looked into any options? Those are things because you don't want to say I want to buy a house and then at the end of the year you haven't bought a house because you didn't all you did I went to look for a house and when I did my application they denied me. You didn't you didn't set yourself up for success. And this is all about setting yourself up for success. Absolutely. And that's a good show idea. Um, because I have a cousin that's a realtor. I know that one of your friends that I'm working with, she's a realtor and maybe she needs to get on there because some people they don't know what they need to do. And so that since we are here to try to help everybody be successful, we are in that age group where some people they've already purchased, some people may want to purchase you know, additional home or upgrade or anything like that. So that would be something that we definitely will keep in mind to write down so that we can do that to help our people. We'll be doing that. Um, Yes, Erica Freeman. Yes. 
The next one is figure out your obstacles. Oh, yes. And I, I would say this. I think my biggest obstacle, which is probably everybody else's, if they are self-aware, you are your biggest obstacle. So, because a lot of time, the block starts up here in between them ears. It is not why you're trying I'm to do. I'm my own <laughs> That's bad when you're your own op. You you gotta like look. How does one beat themselves? Yes. So you definitely it is changing your mind because yep. say change start there the blocks and what if this and I can't do that and also that's part of your plan so that if you you're writing it out and you're trying to figure out how do I get from where I'm at to where I want to be. And you planning, you you prepared, or you kind of start seeing what potentially could be an obstacle, but you kind of moving yourself out the way because it's like, hey, I'm really trying to do this, and I'm going to do it. And we have so, to be honest with ourselves. We live in the real world. We are humans, and things happen day to day to day. So find, figuring out your obstacles is important because when it happens, a lot of times when we have obstacles. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's, it's mentally, whether it's the rain, whether it's like, oh, I got off late from work. Oh, if you have kids and you can't get to the gym, they don't have a day, you know, the, a, a daycare in the gym or whatever it can be. You have one day that you miss, and you miss the next day, and you miss the next day. Mm-hmm. So have a plan. If you figure out your obstacles, then you have a plan for your obstacle. If I can't go this day, I'll go on this day. If my day is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I mean, everybody's goal is not working out. It's just an easy analogy. I'm going to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Well, if on Wednesday, my babysitter fell through or you're taking the kids to the gym with you or they're, they're full, you know what? I'm going to go another day. And if I can't go another day, what you going to do at your house? Do you have some stairs that you can go up and down? Can you do some jumping jacks? Like figure out those obstacles so that you can be consistent because mm-hmm. they're going to, Things are going to come. Things are going to come up. You're not going to feel like it. Honey, that's the biggest obstacle. I don't feel like it. Right. Absolutely. You got to lean into that. Sometimes you really don't feel like it and you are actually tired. But since you're feeling this way, instead of feeling bad about it and like, oh, Lord, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. You've already set yourself up. If there's a moment that I wait, a day that I wake up and I don't feel like it, I have got to go the next day. Right, You're going Absolutely. the next day because it's already in your mind. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the next thing we're going to say: find an accountability partner. Absolutely, an accountability partner is not somebody that's going to pacify you. That's going to be a yes person. This is someone that is going to hold you accountable to yeah. the words that you have said, the goals. Not to the point where you aggravate them and they don't want to fool with you. But to be a reminder, like, hey, I remember you said this. You said that you were going to have this done by this day. Did you do that? Right. What What are you doing? How can I help you achieve that goal? So that's, that's what it is. Accountability partner, what's your plan? Mm-hmm. And tell your accountability, hey, I want to write a book and that's it. They don't even know what to ask you. Yeah. So if your plan is I want to write a book, so by this day I want to have an outline. You know, my goal is, you know, and maybe you have – Let's say they say, well, what's your plan? I don't have one yet, but I'm going to have one for you for next month. Okay. So they can check in with you. Mm-hmm. you know, it's important that they have your plan because yeah. you have to have to check in. And like she said, it can't be somebody who's a yes man. You can't, for me, I will say, it cannot be somebody who cussing me and doing this thing. <laughs> I have gotten rid of a it before. Like, this this not working <laughs> because you start coming for me and I just be looking like, 
<laughs> and you yelling at me is not working. I, I I do not work that way. So when you do choose an accountability partner, take those things into consideration. You know, how are you with conflict? How are you when people tell you certain give you feedback? Now certain things. You know, we don't want to just say, well, I can't do that. That I know that I can't do because I put myself in that situation on more than one time. So I know I I, I can't. That that doesn't yeah. work well with me. And it all it just doesn't work well. It's not even an attitude thing. It literally does not work for me. What works for me is somebody saying, All right, girl, you know, have a accountability partner and say, Hey, I missed this. They're like, all right, you know, you have more days. Woo woo. However, my next day I was supposed to do it and I tell him I didn't do it. Well, you, you did know you missed Monday. You know, you didn't right. you you hadn't did worked on your homework yet. So um, I mean, what you gonna do? You're not gonna do your homework? <laughs> like, oh, you right. right. Because when you have that accountability partner, you do dread telling somebody like, No, I didn't finish. I didn't do it. Yeah. I yeah. promise I'ma do it. Don't it sound like I need accountability? Well, I had them because that's me. I promise I'm gonna do it. Like I'm begging somebody to not whip me, but <laughs> yeah, like, that is the reason because it it keeps you accountable and on task. And what right. we talked about is like, what if people don't have anyone around them that can they can that can hold them accountable? Like they know you know what they're not gonna hold me to the fire, or they're gonna do too much. Absolutely. It's called social media for a reason. It is media to be social on. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Go so, so into Facebooks. There are Facebook groups for everything. Yes, I think some of the probably the best accountability of partners is people who don't know you. They may not be in your first mm -hmm. your 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 town your state or whatever so they don't know your background story so they're just going to hold you or your feet to the fire for what you say and what yeah. you're asking them to do and stuff so there there is ways around is at this point um there's there's really no excuse that's no you know you you just got to get out there and you got to do it and if you don't believe me when i say they have a facebook group for everything i am in black women who love starbucks yeah <laughs> i love starbucks and you didn't know the medicine ball how about I that? So, okay, so I love Starbucks, but I'm not into tea like that. And I'm more than sure they post about it, but it's amazing how your mind doesn't look at certain things. But, I mean, they have very good suggestions in there. I'm like, ooh, when I go to Chicago, I want to try this because in different, if y'all didn't know, in different Starbucks, they yeah. carry other stuff. I mean, it's a little, little tidbit. But if they have that for that, trust me, there is a walking group, there's a running group, there's a, oh, you want to sew group. There's a you writing the book group. Trust me. There's a group on Facebook, Instagram, yes. Twitter, Twitter. Twitter is very engaging. If you just put in hashtag sewing, honey, stuff is gonna come up. And I like it's so funny because I have an IG friend. I've never met her in person, but she is like an accountability person for me. She doesn't uh, necessarily call me and say, "Hey, girl, did you do this?" However, I see her mm -hmm. doing that. Like, girl, you, let me get up and go take care of my stuff. She order her yeah. food. She do all this. I'm like, you know what? That is a good idea. I'm going to do that. So listen, if you don't have a person, you know, social media, that is what it is for. Absolutely. So the last number five, celebrate the small victories. Absolutely. And that's part of your plan. So your plan is going to be different steps. So after you accomplish one step, then, you know, you have to be happy for that because if the only time that you're going to get happy is at the end 
of this. Now, if it's one of those things where it's like, hey, I plan on getting my closet, you know, um, organized or situated, yes, with that. But if it's something that's definitely going to take weeks, months, or whatever, you got to celebrate along the way to yeah. so that you can keep in context how far you have gone and how much you've accomplished. Not always like, oh, I got all of this to in order to do. Listen, so it, one step at a time. That is so real. So I've talked a couple of times about um, a 5K that I'm training for. I'm not going to run the whole thing. I'm going to put that out. <laughs> just fine. It's been just more fine. of a walk-on situation for me. But listen, I have ran more in the last six weeks than I have in the last six years. So I count that. Oh, that's great. All victory. And let me tell you, what she just said is so true. When we first started training, I would count up. And it's like, oh, I have 15 minutes left. No, that's not right. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, no, no. I was doing the other way, what I had left. So it was starting 45 and count back. So I was looking at what I had left to go. And that was discouraging. Literally, I run. And if I looked at my clock, because we, you know, we have that looking back, right? Like the clock ain't in the rain, child. It's not time. It's not time for you to stop. But I look down and it's like my spirit just went, huh, and I automatically get tired. And I'm like, I have to stop. I have to stop. And then when I switched that, and that was, um, although that was a physical thing, I realized once I did it, when I started counting up, I put 45 and well, yeah, 45 and I counted. Where did I start? And I know, <laughs> sorry. Instead of, I was counting how much I did. So when I looked down and I saw that I've done 15 minutes, that actually did not give me the same feeling. So mm. not looking at how much you have left, but looking at how much you've done. It is a total mind yes. shift. It is a total mind shift. And I am so serious. That little bitty tweak made me feel good. I look down, I'm like, oh, it has been longer than two minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it really did something. So celebrate those small victories. If you want to lose weight, that first five pounds, honey, celebrate. Don't celebrate with food. Celebrate with saying, yes, I can do everything that I put my mind to do. Absolutely. Celebrate when it's like you said, there's a mind shift that you want to make and you hear yourself in a conversation like, hey, well, two months ago, I wouldn't even say that. Celebrate. Yes. That. Celebrate that. Absolutely. And so those are the five things that we came up with that, you know, from our research, from what we've experienced in the past, what has worked and what hasn't worked, you know, but here is something that we are saying that all of us should be uh, keeping as part of our way to reach our goal. Absolutely. So I see it. I speak it. I say it. I seize it. Seize it. So when you see it, it's like, what do you see? Not just with your 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 physical eyes. What do you see mentally? What do you see spiritually? Like, do you see yourself with this accomplished goal? Do you yeah. have you seen yourself through that process, the ups, the downs, and everything encompassing of it? Because that's part of the vision. The vision just can't be like, oh, it's this. No, how did you get from here to that level? Yeah. So you see all of that. And when you say, I speak it, I speak it, this is what you're saying to yourself in your mirror. This is what you're saying to yeah, yourself internally. Like you speaking into existence and stuff. Yeah. And I say it, which some people may be like, well, what's the difference between I speak it and I say it? Speaking it is that's what you're saying to yourself and that you're putting out into the universe. Like, hey, 
I'm going to do this. I am going to be X, Y, and Z. I'm going to, whatever it is. And then when you say it, this is things that you start saying to the people that's around you. So that's when you grab and hold to your accountability partner or to other people that's trying to do the same thing. You start telling these people, this is this is what my goal, or maybe they start seeing some change and then they asking you. So then now it's like, hey, this is what I'm doing. I am saying what it is. And yeah, then I about it. Um, you're saying it things like, Yeah, so when I finish my book, this is what I'm going to do. Like it doesn't right. have to be a deep conversation. It could be a perfect stranger, right? Start a conversation, yeah, because I'm writing a book. Put those things out there, put it in the atmosphere. Exactly. And I seize it, meaning that I have seized this entire journey to get to my goal. So I am appreciative of my goal because I embrace and I and I know that I would not have gotten to this point had I not went through everything that I did. And then also that's important because your journey and whatever you went through. Until you embrace it, it's really, really hard to help give that knowledge to someone else because someone else is is hoping and they want to be where you're at. So they're going to ask you. But if you haven't embraced it and you still just kind of mad because everything that you went through just to get to your goal, it, it can be counterproductive trying to help someone else. And it's all about, hey, you turn around and you help the next person. So then we all get to accomplish goals. And we also said that I sneeze it is the work. You can yes. have a vision board. You could talk all day. Honey, it's not going to say, I'm doing this 5K. I signed up for a 5K. I'm telling people about it. I'm doing a little bit of training. I'm, I'm training. Yes. <laughs> Need to stop clowning on myself. But I am training. And But guess what they're not going to do if I don't show up? They're not going to knock on my door and say, here's your medal. First of all, I'm not going to get a medal because I didn't do it. Right. <laughs> to do. There Absolutely. is work to be done. Faith without yes. work day is, is dead as a doorknob, honey. So you have to do the work. Most of us, yes. including me, I'm like, can it just happen? No. Right. <laughs> and sometimes and sometimes you have to give it up because from my last um uh conversation that we had when we went live, it was like, hey, oh, I had a 25 year um, New Year's resolution. And I found it just like, you know what? It ain't even gonna happen. It's not any people like, that's over half your age. Yes, it is. But one of the the things that I had that I wanted to do, mm. and I've given it up, not saying that it's not going to happen. It mm. possibly will happen, but I'm okay. I wanted to stop cussing. But within 72 hours, <laughs> 72 sometimes less than that but definitely by 72 it is something or somebody do something that's worthy of a whole lot of cussing so guess what i just have the scissors yes i say all them words some more. make me mad and see when i make some things up you still going ahead so yes <laughs> So that, that's my advice. Like, oh, yes, I'm a cusser. I got a couple of PhDs in cussing. That's not necessarily something I'm just extremely, extremely proud of. But then I had to just realize, you know what? I don't know if it's something in my mind, whatever. Maybe I just got to work on, like, that just doesn't deserve a comment or a comment of that magnitude. 
But sometimes you have to be comfortable with yourself. I am comfortable with myself that I cuss. Do I know how not to cuss in situations? Yes, I do. So therefore, I do know that guess what? I could turn it on and off, but do I have not been able to turn it off permanently. So guess what? Until it happens, I'm cussing. I'm cussing. That's just a, look, just go ahead and look. We may have something. It's like, oh, she said that. Just know. That's the sensor. That's the sensor over my mouth. <laughs> like I say all them. I say all them words. All them words. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So, Thank you so much for sharing it. That is hilarious. <laughs> I did not know what she was. I'm like, what she came up for 25 years? What's she did not know. My I was turned. You know what? Probably since I was probably about 10 years old. Seriously. I was like, <laughs> I want to stop kissing. Mm-hmm. I want to stop kissing. People in my family, they cuss. It is no secret or whatever like that. My mama, she's a cusser or whatever. So it was, <laughs> it was like, it's only natural. Like, girl, you, you go be cussing. So and it, it was just kind of like, you know, you a little girls. It's like, oh, I'm around my cousin, you know, and all of us, we just cussing. And it was just like, oh, I like this. I like the way it just feel in my mouth and come out. And then when you really like learn how to cuss because you know some people like they don't even know how to cuss right oh i do oh i do i do cuss words a little more (laughs) so it was just like i like this feeling and it was like i don't need to be doing this i don't want to be doing this and every year it was like i need to stop kissing I want to stop cussing. Then, you know, I get in trouble for cussing and stuff like that. Because, of course, you can't cuss really softly. A no. lot of times it's loud. And I'm a big voice type of person anyway. So it's like I was I stayed getting called cussing. So it's like I've got to I got to stop getting in trouble. Like I got to stop cussing. I got to stop cussing. And I was like, I get in trouble at school because the teacher hear me cussing, you know. Get this paper or whatever, and like the first question, I don't even know. Man, this something. <laughs> Excuse well, me, Renee. It's like, man, they finna call my mom, and it's just like, and I'm cussing <laughs> in my head and up under my breath, and it's just like, oh, I'm already in trouble for cussing. So guess what? I'm finna have. I'm finna. I'm finna oh, cuss. I'm I just think cussing. It goes and I'm okay with it. Be realistic. You have yeah. Unfortunately, said this is who I am. Except me. I'm a cuss. I'm a cuss. I read some guys was like, I don't like that you cuss. Well, I do. I'm like, well, you don't like me. You need someone. You definitely don't like me. You definitely do. You have to cuss so much. I ain't at the job. It's just like when you be at home, I don't have to wear no bra. Well, I gotta wear a bra. You know, you know. So guess what? When I when I'm out duty, I'm gonna say it how I want to say it. Yes. I am from Greenwood, South Carolina. We are very, very country. So guess what? I have my professional voice. I have my semi-professional voice. And then I got all the way Greenwood. So guess what? When I'm amongst friends, I don't have to be proper. And I'm not going to be proper. And I'm cussing at the same time. So that's Miss Renee, I am so happy that you <laughs> shared that with us. That's I did not expect that. Um, and like we said, I think she goes through the whole list. She was realistic. She tried to have a plan. It didn't work. It me two hours. Never worked. Never worked. She she thought about her obstacles. People. People are obstacles. 
people are ups because they not even letting her be great. But I bet those people, same people probably cuss, so they really couldn't help her. She's, did you celebrate your small victories? I was happy that I, you know what I could go seven and two hours a couple of hours eight hours. But sometimes it's just like these people they don't messed it up, and it's just kind of one of those like I'm off the boat at that point. It's like it's so she, you know, it's time for me to be true and real with myself that this is not going to happen and be okay. But we want to say for all those people who are real with themselves, they still here on this side of heaven, honey. We want to yes. say happy birthday to the second half of January. Oh, happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday for Nance. Hey. Happy birthday, Casey. Casey's going to be 40 this year. Yes, happy birthday to her. I want to give a special shout out to Teresa. She's not in the 40 Club, but guess what? She's a very good supporter of us. Um, Adrian, and a very, very special shout out to Miss Felicia. This is her 40th. She has made it to the 40th Club. She is fabulous and 40. She is just walking in the newness and I am ready to hear all of her good stuff that she has to say about when that switch turned on. I don't care what nobody got to say about me. I'm 40. Hello. I'm 40. So happy birthday. To them, we wish them well and that they experience life in its fullness this entire decade of 40. And for anyone who would like, we would love to celebrate your birthday. So please email us at the 40 spot at gmail.com with your birthday or your date. Uh, because we are doing every other week, we will do a we will put people on who's the first cu- first half of the month, and then the second half of the month we will celebrate others. But and anybody who's on here and we it's your birthday this month, happy birthday! We are so happy that you are still with us. We are grateful, like you are grateful. Um, and please just send that to us. Absolutely, at the forty spot, the forty spot at gmail.com. Y'all, did y'all yeah. uh, about our shirts? Yes. We, we definitely, we're getting paraphernalia. We want to give a big, big shout out to Shatavia at Naturally Be You. And I think that is definitely just a good mantra for anybody to have at any age. Just naturally be you because trust me, it is harder to try to be someone else than just to be yourself. But she made these great T-shirts. We have more paraphernalia and stuff coming. And if you want different things that's made, please hit her up on social media. She is quick. Very She's going to have your stuff. We had our stuff. A, you know, what it was. Yeah, it was in the mail. It was in the mail the next day. I'm like, oh, okay, then. Okay, y'all had it by Friday. Okay. Oh yes, God. yes. And she was one of our people that we featured on the 25 Days of Christmas, which we definitely want to um, thank everybody who supported and got gift ideas for it. And those posts are still up there so that if you want to find different businesses and everything that have, um, that we supported and that we highlighted during the 25 Days of Christmas is there. And she was one of those. So you can go and see a vast array of things that she does. And um, we want to just tell you, like, hey, we just want you to like, 
comment, subscribe at the 40 spot. Follow us, share a friend, share with us, tell a friend, text your family members and everything. And we've had a wonderful time with y'all today. Absolutely. The fun. We hate to have to stop. We hate to have to stop, but Lord, it's time to stop. <laughs> yeah. But please join us February 6th. We'll be talking about love, not just romantic love, friendship love, love in your community. Um, it's, it's gearing us up for uh, Lover's Day on February 14th. But again, Valentine's Day is not just about romantic love. We can celebrate romantic love, but it's all things encompassing. Again, we just say thank you guys for joining us, whether yes. it was live or on the replay. Please follow us at the 40 spot. Email us at the 40 spot at gmail.com. And last but not least, remember this change begins at the end of your comfort zone. Yes. Check us out. Yes.